RTHK, the news at 11 o'clock with Kenny Hodgart. Tonight's headlines, Secretary for Security Chris Tang says the government will make use of whatever means possible to correct Google's search results for the SAR's national anthem. The number of runners allowed at next year's Hong Kong Marathon is raised to 37,000 and mainland authorities are retiring an app used to track COVID-19 contacts. The Secretary for Security, Chris Tang, says the government will make use of whatever means possible to correct Google's search results after the internet giant refused to make sure that March of the Volunteers comes up as Hong Kong's national anthem. He quoted Google as saying it couldn't change the top results on its search engine because they're based on an algorithm. Mr Tang said he found the explanation both unacceptable and unbelievable, adding that the search engine results hurt the feelings of Hong Kong people. We've made representation with Google for the national anthem to be put on top, but this was rejected. And what they say is that this is a part of the algorithm. It's not for them to um, to decide. It's all down to algorithm. But as we all know, if you pay for advertising, they would put the advertisement at a pretty high level. If Google were to say that there is nothing they can do about it, then this is really mind-boggling, and this is not acceptable to the people of Hong Kong. The number of runners allowed at the upcoming Hong Kong Marathon is being raised to 37,000, up from a previous cap of 25,000. Organisers of the event, slated for February the 12th, say the extra quota will be allocated to those on the waiting list. But with the race just two months away, a physical exercise expert said time was short for runners to prepare, especially those taking part in the full marathon. Lobo Louis is Associate Head of the Department of Health and Physical Education at the Education University. Just only two months is not an, uh, a good timing for preparation, particularly for those and the full marathon runners. Uh, in theory, for full marathon runners, they need to have around six months at least and scientific training preparation. And although two months is not uh, a sufficient time for them to train, but hopefully this is just back to normal and uh, condition. And uh, I think the runners will uh, consider their uh, individual situation, like the training schedule and recovery mode, and along with other personal factors. Authorities on the mainland will retire an app used to track COVID-19 contacts from tomorrow. It's the latest in a series of moves by authorities there to ease coronavirus rules. Joanne Wong reports. The communications itinerary card tracks whether someone has been to a high-risk area in the past seven days based on their phone signal. It's been in operation for more than two years. The move to retire the app comes as the daily caseload across the border headed south. The number of local symptomatic and asymptomatic cases totaled 8,626 for the day, down from more than 10,000 the day before. No new deaths were reported. Hong Kong has reported 14,717 new coronavirus cases for the day, among them 704 imported infections. That was down slightly from 14,918 yesterday. There were 25 additional COVID-related deaths. 
Health officials in Hong Kong and across the border have cautioned people against stockpiling COVID medication. Yesterday, Secretary for Health Lo Chung Mao sought to ease fears of a shortage of paracetamol here, saying public hospitals had plenty of stock. In Guangdong, local officials said they were monitoring the supply of medicines as long lines sprung up outside pharmacies. This Guangdong pharmacist reassured customers over supplies. There have been times when we've run out of stock because demand has significantly increased, but we have made some adjustments. So if we run out of certain items, they will be restocked the next morning. A look at the weather, mainly cloudy, one or two light rain patches on the way tomorrow and it will be rather cool in the morning and at night. Temperatures will range between 14 and 17 degrees, although it will be colder in the new territories. The outlook, rather cool with a few rain patches in the following couple of days, is expected to get colder at the weekend with winds strengthening from the north. The current temperature at the observatory is 16 degrees with relative humidity of 70%. The news from RTHK. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Chief Executive Got John Lee says the government will this month submit a list of its recommended candidates for China's space missions. In October, Beijing announced it would invite candidates from Hong Kong to become astronauts on its space programme. The chief executive said the possibility of Hong Kongers going to space was no longer a remote idea. The country has opened up more and more opportunities for Hong Kong, allowing more patriotic and Hong Kong-loving people to realise their dreams and contribute to the country. Security Minister Chris Tang says local rallies held in support of anti-COVID protests on the mainland have died down after he'd earlier warned they showed signs of what he called a colour revolution. There were sporadic rallies here, some of them on university campuses, after a deadly fire in Urumqi last month. The security chief said no arrests have been made over the protests so far, but he added that he had a responsibility to remind university management that acts threatening national security should not be carried out on campuses and that people should not cause unrest. I think I also have to come out to warn those people who try to cause social unrest in Hong Kong you will be failure because we'll make every effort to interdict such actions and we'll take resolute actions against any attempt to cause national security or other security issues in Hong Kong. I think following uh, what I have um, advised and warned the public, the situation has died down. I will consider this is a success of a joint effort of people of Hong Kong in safeguarding the national security. An elderly couple have appeared in court in connection with the death of their 47-year-old daughter in Suzuan Shan. The pair have been charged with murder. No pleas were taken at Kowloon City Magistracy and the next hearing is set for February 6th, pending further police investigations. The defendants were remanded in custody. Transport Commissioner Rosanna Law says the new Tsongkwano Lamtin Tunnel is operating as intended by successfully diverting traffic from the old Tsongkwano Tunnel. The toll-free tunnel and a connecting bridge officially opened yesterday when it experienced congestion due to a minor traffic accident. Ms Law told a radio programme that traffic had been flowing at three times its usual speed this morning. She also said it would take some time for drivers to familiarise themselves with the new route. 
Some drivers misunderstood some road signs and changed lanes when heading towards Kowloon East. But actually, two of the lanes can reach Kowloon East. So we've added a new road sign and double white lines last night to prevent people changing lanes when heading towards Kowloon East. From our observations this morning, we could see that the situation had already improved. The Secretary for Environment and Ecology has insisted that environmental impact assessments conducted by the government won't be compromised by proposals to streamline the process. Currently, projects covering more than 20 hectares require an environmental assessment report, but officials want to relax the requirement to cover plots of 50 hectares or larger only, and a shorter process is expected to help speed up housing supply. Tsu Wenchan was speaking through an interpreter at a LegCo panel meeting. We expect that after the improvement measures are put in place, the environmental impact assessment process can be half in terms of time it takes, that is, for ordinary projects, 18 months will be all it takes, and for major complex projects, it will take just 24 months. But we will keep the public inspection period as it is, and that will also not compromise the quality of environmental impact assessment report. Police have arrested three men on suspicion of unlawful imprisonment and possessing imitation firearms. Officers said they received intelligence that a man was being held in a room at a motel in on Temple Street over a debt of around $300,000. The force entered the room to save the victim and seized around 100 grams of suspected cannabis buds in the process. A doctor from the Hong Kong Anti-Cancer Society has urged the government not to allow an increase in COVID cases to disrupt support for cancer patients. Dr Rico Liu was commenting after the society found 60% of 250 caregivers it surveyed were suffering from depression and anxiety amid the pandemic. As infections peaked earlier this year, public hospitals scaled back services for non-emergency patients. Dr Liu cautioned against repeating this pattern. I think the government can do more at the point of ensuring the community support and community resources stay open even in the future during whatever pandemic that might happen again. Because during this pandemic, there are facilities that's closed, that's changed in the opening times that reduces the community support to the carers. So I think the government can make sure in the future keep those facilities, keep those resources open for the carers. The President of the Federation of Restaurants has warned that businesses, uh, business over the Christmas period could be down by about 40% on pre-COVID levels if restrictions aren't further eased. Simon Wong told RTHK's Backchat programme that he was disappointed limits on the size of banquets are still in place. In December, we have a lot of banquets going on, but uh, we can only... You know, accommodate 240 guests in a party. Consider that previously we can do an average of, say, 40 tables or close to 500 people per party in average. But now we can only do uh, 240 people. Uh, the business uh, obviously uh, will be reduced by at least uh, 40%. 
Protests are continuing in the Mongolian capital, Ulaanbaatar, where people are angry over accusations of corruption in the coal industry. Demonstrators have been on the streets for nine days. Some are sleeping out in the open, despite temperatures dipping to minus 30 degrees Celsius. It's alleged that officials have pocketed millions of dollars from sales to China of Mongolia's most valuable export, coal. More than two dozen people have been detained in relation to the case. Germany has strongly condemned a second public execution in Iran linked to anti-government protests and given details of a new package of European Union sanctions against Tehran. The German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock said the hangings were a clear attempt to intimidate protesters. Activists within Iran have denounced this second execution as criminal. The BBC's Kazu Naji has more details. The Iranian judiciary has published videos showing a man hanging from a crane at dawn in front of what appears to be dozens of people in Mashhad. Majid Reza Rahnavad, a 23-year-old anti-government protester, was hanged for waging war against God, according to the judiciary. Reports say he was not allowed a lawyer in a judicial process that took less than two weeks. The authorities say he used a knife to kill two members of the security forces and injure four others. President Putin will not be holding his traditional year-end marathon news conference, something he's done almost without fail for two decades. His spokesman wouldn't comment on the reasons, but with Western journalists taking part as well, Mr Putin would be wary of awkward questions about his war in Ukraine. Prosecutors in Greece have frozen all assets of a Greek MEP, Eva Kaili, who's been arrested in Belgium, accused of corruption. Ms Kaili, one of the parliament's vice presidents, is alleged to have received bribes from Qatar in return for supporting the country in debates at the parliament. Doha denies bribing MEPs. Ursula von der Leyen is the president of the European Commission. The allegations against the vice president of the European Parliament are of utmost concern. It is a question of confidence of people into our institutions, and this confidence and trust needs highest standards. Belgian prosecutors have charged four people and seized more than $600,000. Quick look at sport and Mark Wood took four wickets to destroy Pakistan's hopes of levelling its test cricket series with England, leading the tourists to a sensational 26-run victory inside four days in Multan. Pursuing a challenging victory target of 355 in the second test, Pakistan were bowled out for 328 just after lunch on day four. That sends England into the third and final match with an insurmountable 2-0 lead on their first test tour of Pakistan in 17 years. A reminder of our top stories tonight. Secretary for Security Chris Tang says the government will make use of whatever means possible to correct Google's search results for the SAR's national anthem. The number of runners allowed at next year's Hong Kong Marathon is raised to 37,000 and mainland authorities are retiring an app used to track COVID-19 contacts. The news from RTHK. <laughs> Radio Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling 
Thanks so much for tuning in to Twilight Time. 45 minutes of music just to kick back and relax to it, especially if you've had a bit of a Monday. Good news, of course, here in Hong Kong. Our Monday's almost done, just under an hour to go. And if you like a song tonight, Radio Pete at Gmail is the way to get in touch as we start with Nat King Cole. Together, begun and too many moonlight kisses seem to cool in the warmth of the sun when I give my heart it will be Never give my heart And the moment I can feel that You feel that way too Is when I fall in love with you
your time I tell myself that I'm so lucky to be loved 